four. Wait. Oh no, it's already just live. Dang it, I, I see. I read that comment from Gary in like Bender's voice. Let's go already. Hey, let's go. Let's go. <laughs> oh, that. See, I read it with my son's voice. You know, <laughs> Dad, let's go. Come on, the game's starting. Come on. You know, oh, there's a new episode of What If, Bubba. Let's go watch it. I'm like, okay. So, yeah, like, we're, what what if uh, what if sir dude it's very fan servicey and super condensed but absolutely I, uh but it's fun that, they've been it, fun it, it's an interesting approach to the mcu let's just say that if you haven't seen it if you uh, there's a couple of episodes out this week was the second one um it was i i like this one a little bit more than last week i felt like yeah. this one's a little bit well more well put and i i, I was frustrated that the agent carter storyline was sort of the let's swap out just a couple pieces of captain america but it's still <laughs> generally the same story and, and it's i wanted the same them character. to do something different with yeah her in that position it wasn't really much of a what if it, it was more about her taking stand, so him getting shot and her taking his spot by or forcing her way into the stop and then yeah and then that role becomes you know but you know, the, the, but i felt like the chain of events that they they sculpted for uh, Black Panther T'Challa yeah. getting yeah, uh, becoming yeah. Star Lord um, it was so many really fun quirky that came out of left field moments, but it was totally justified in the logic of the premise. Yeah, That's yeah. what I wanted with like the Agent Carter, like changing who Captain America is, Captain yeah. Carter. Like I think should have been a more fundamental difference. And we kind of yeah. end up in the same place that we started with Captain America. The T'Challa episode is off the rails. And that was Dude, so much that, more fun to see how it, crazy they could push it. He prevented the snap. Let's just say <laughs> that, that whole concept I mean, of, of spoilers. <laughs> but but the cast, oh. the voice cast for that episode actually, is was actually pretty good. Incredible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Spoilers, spoilers. Sorry, I do apologize. Uh, for anybody hitting us up uh, this uh, this later, this early, depending where you are in the world, um, this is the best of our week, uh, our weekly podcast show with your co-hosts here, some gadget guy with the red hat, uh, Juan Carlos Bagnell, as usual, and of course, yours truly, uh, TK Bay, and uh, we are hanging out on another day, this Thursday, this Good Pixel times. announcement Happy week. Pixel week. Happy surprise Pixel week. I actually didn't think this was going to happen. I kept thinking it was going to be like, Oh yeah, sorry. Hold on, I gotta hold the. the and and it's, the it's kind of dark, 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 dark. Olive, olive, not so much black, not so yeah. Like it depends on how you hold it. Like yeah, it it, it has a, black. Like right there, see you can kind of see it. This isn't black. This is more of a a greenish I, olive. I, in sunlight, I really like. It. I need to get out and shoot proper B roll. All I did today, um, like I shot, edited, and rendered the video I put out today mm -hmm. this morning. Um, so I, I was really kind of abbreviating my workflow to make that happen, but I'm, I'm thinking tomorrow I'm going to try and get out and, and maybe take my wing or my V60 and shoot some proper daylight B-roll. Mm -hmm. And it looks real pretty in sunlight. It's, it's, oh, uh, absolutely. absolutely. it's simple. Yeah. It, it is kind of boring. And I think it's exactly the kind of boring that I, it, we need it's, right now. Yeah. And it's not trying to be. So, I mean, the reality is obviously a lot of people are are are, are like wondering, it's like, what does this make sense? Where where does this fit in the universe of pixels? I mean, if you're talking, you know, MCU and so on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, is, this, <laughs> is this the Captain Marvel of Google this is Pixel the what, phones? This is the what if, but Google Pixel released it. <laughs> <laughs> what if we took the Pixel 4a and the Pixel 4a 5G and we combined them and then gave what? you a bigger phone? What? Shut up. Yeah. And then Shut not only that, face. we're going to charge 
charge you 50 bucks less than the Pixel 4a 5G that what? we charged for yesterday, last what? year. All of these things that you didn't, you know, it was a whole bunch of things. I mean, I, I look at this and I know it may not necessarily be, necessarily be the flashiest looking device, but it does pack a lot of features and it does, at least for me, I felt like the XL models were always a better a better buy for anybody looking to buy a Pixel, especially on the on the on the A series. And and I know some people will fight me, and I do. I'm I'm not I'm not disagreeing. Some some prefer the smaller size. I think the 4A is definitely. We we had a conversation uh, on the Discord about that this morning. Just it's a shame that we're not seeing as many options because there isn't. Yeah, no. Pixel exactly. five and Pixel 4A are they're refreshing for just being kind of normal sized phones as mm -hmm. phone sizes have been climbing. And, um, and hey, we've got a couple more folks joining. We got Vince, we got Greg, uh, Gary mm -hmm. was already in here. We've got El Jefe Reviews. El Jefe, I hope you're staying out of the smoke, man. I know you said you only took like two shots outside, but you know, it's we're having orange sunsets down here, so I can only imagine it's even worse for you. It's, a little it's farther crazy north. up there, further north. Yeah, no, for sure. Um, it, it is, so for me, like I said, I, I, I I, I do appreciate the 4A and the 5. I don't I don't disagree. Mm -hmm. I think those are two uh, the from a form factor that you know you still had a you know it, it was packed with features. The 5 was definitely bringing in some new features. Um I I just felt like but it, I mean if they had to pick between not having an A series and having an A series mm -hmm. they decided to basically just go all out on the A series. This is literally in a way it's, it's budget, interesting. I, you know I, so I was really hoping for a four phone strategy. Mm -hmm. from google yeah. a big little a series big little mainstream phone and here like from last year obviously last year was a very strange year and google just didn't operate at the premium tier like we got a premium mid-ranger out of mm -hmm. the pixel 5 and i think it, it arrived at a at a reasonable price for what it was that that phone was really offering yeah yeah um this year because of the same kinds of shortages, component issues, distribution. Oh, there's there's a whole bunch shipping. of uh, stories about manufacturing even. Uh, they're not able oh, yeah. to move the manufacturer where they wanted to. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, again, assembling the phone, literally assembling the phone, shipping parts to a place to like put a, an assembly line together is, is also slowing Google down here too. I mm -hmm. think it's pretty clear. Like if you're going to have a premium tier strategy, you've got a certain amount of resources you want to put towards that. And it made sense to me that they took the A series and consolidated that. The 4A, yeah. you know what? The 4A makes sense at a, as a transition phone for carrier support. It's an LTE only device. Mm -hmm. And I, I, I still think that there, there's a value in having smaller form factor communicator phones. You know you're not going to get a ton of screen on time. It's not about that. It's about having quick reference, quick access. It's like a pocket smartwatch. Yeah, yeah. Not not a mainstream daily driver. You know, from sun up to sundown, media consumption device. It's I, I need to keep up with messages and maybe I play around a solitaire and then I go to bed. You know, like it makes sense for that. Mm -hmm. As soon as you tack a five G radio on, that doesn't make sense. And, and as soon as you make that a little bit nicer, you've got to pack a bigger battery like we saw with the Pixel 5. But those components are more expensive. So do you mm -hmm. put the more expensive components on the phone that's already designed to sell less? That is an interesting turn. So, you know, the Pixel 6 is going to be a big boy and the mm -hmm. Pixel 6 Pro is going to be even bigger. But we don't really have that big little strategy. We've got 
the A-series, which is just sort of a mainstream commuter phone mm -hmm. with great battery. The Pixel 6 is going to be an upper, I mean, a lower tier premium device. And then the Pixel 6 Pro tacks on the extra cameras and stuff. So it's they're not really the same phone in different sizes. It's a spectrum of consumer tiers. A yeah. more mainstream daily driver, a Toyota Corolla, if you will, um, stepping up to a nicer, you know, like an entry level Lexus. And then your sort of top of the line balls to the wall, premium, premium tier. I would have I would have been Corolla, Camry, Lexus, uh, stepping stone, stepping. Uh, but yeah, you're right. It's in the family. It, it, you know, it's owned by the same company. Uh, dude, Grounded Tech is in the chat, man. Hey, call, uh, hey. Uh, joining us from the uh, I think he's probably uh, in the hospital. Grant's uh, or, in there, too. Can't forget oh, about Grant and Ranesh. Grant and Ranesh is in there as well. Sorry. And then Vince. Vince Nova is in there as well. He's just a little bit further up there. Um, it is it is going to be interesting. I'm I was I was reading the room a little bit more where when I saw the 5A 5G come out and I realized that there was not going to be a smaller version. I was actually, yeah. believe it or not, I actually thought Google was going to give us the 5A, not the 5A 5GE, or even if they gave us a 5A 5G, but maybe kept it at a slightly smaller form factor, maybe somewhere between the 5A, the 4A 5G and the 4A. Mm -hmm. But then they, they really, their approach was like, no, we're going to go with bigger display, bigger battery. Yeah. Uh, we're going to keep the, uh, you know, the antennas, the similar camera array, uh, RAM, configuration, storage, uh, one color, kind of the same example that we got last year. Mm -hmm. uh, and and then, you know, we're, we're starting to see some people putting out some content on it. I think I saw the, the you know, you put out a video this morning talking about it. Uh, I'll, I'll try to put something out as well on it. And then there's some, I want to say not controversy, but there's been some, uh, some numbers have been thrown around uh, about certain thermal uh, connected or thermal control. Uh, Thermal Are throttling. We even talk like benchmarks out of context. Benchmarks uh, out of context? of context. Yes, totally, totally, totally. That's how we do it. I'm going to throw numbers, and you tell me which one sticks, and we're going to go with the story from there. I'm going to say five, ten, two minutes. No. Uh, so there's been some conversation. Obviously, uh, you know, I think um, was it Adam put out a tweet. A couple of, uh, there was a few mm -hmm. tweets that he put out. Uh, he was filming outside, Trent. and he was having. Uh, and I would know Trent was also. Yeah, I didn't. Trent I didn't see the Trent's. Um, and then uh, essentially there was some thermal issues where, you know, filming outdoors uh, for, I think his initial tweet was 4k 30. He was having uh, issues where they were, he was starting to get the message that it bu bubbles up in front of him, tells him the device is uh, warming up. Um, and then basically the camera, and then it says that the device will slow down and then he has to wait for it to cool down. Mm -hmm. um, now, uh, then there was another one he pushed out for 4K60, which obviously 4K60 would would push the system even harder than 4K30. Twice as hard, absolutely. Consider, yeah, and and keeping in mind what we're using. Um, I didn't get a chance to do it in the in the out on uh, outside at the temperatures that he was dealing with because mo yeah. by the time I saw his tweets, it was later in the afternoon for us. So I ran mine, and I and, I, and I'm sure you 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 know you, mm -hmm. you you probably have your own numbers. Um, I tested it between the 4A 5G and the 5A 5G. Um, the 5A5G actually didn't do too bad. I was able to go to 19 minutes straight with 4K 60 frames per second mm -hmm. continuous shooting. Now, mind you, I was indoors. I was not outdoors. I was not in sunlight. It was in more of a uh, temperature control around, uh, I want to say maybe 80 degrees, a little bit around 75, 80 degrees, somewhere between. Um, and then the, the phone overheated. Then I got the message saying that the temperature was too warm. No, uh, but and, I, I want you to stick the landing on that. So you ran a Pixel... 5A, 5A, 5G, shooting 4K, 60 frames per second video. That's the only way I shoot. Yeah, I don't. I nothing against 4K, 4K 30. If I have 60, that's the only way I shoot. But so, 4K, so, so yeah. 
did you because I, I just I just want to know like testing protocol and you know whether or not I can replicate your results. Sure. Uh, it was locked off. It was on a tripod. Or it was it, it was uh, it was propped up it was propped up by a water bottle. So and it was did you hand, have hand, stabilization enabled, uh, or have you just not turned it off? I didn't turn it off. Uh, now it I shouldn't be doing too much because the phone it wasn't was yeah stationary. I was so, about to say with, yeah. with those shooting conditions indoors. And what would you mm -hmm. say roughly was the ambient temperature indoors? So that. I would assume somewhere between 75 to 80 degrees. So I would say maybe 77. Okay. Uh, if I, if, the so, difference. You know, we could say like, you know, closing in on 80 degrees, mm -hmm. you ran the phone for 19 minutes in a mm -hmm. single clip. Of 4K, and, I have the, and of course I have the clip to, <laughs> to that at the reference. It was uh, 19 now, minutes and two seconds. Yeah, Exactly how many dropped frames were there? Not kidding. I'm kidding. Go. <laughs> like, Hold on a <laughs> <laughs> let me let me let me let me scrub through it. Uh, it was a consistent frame. It didn't no. Um, obviously, this was not a high action. Uh, no, no, no moving. I'm not trying to read. There's a there's a lot and, of factors, obviously, and, and indoors. And in what I would say is kind of reasonable. Yeah, like this is would been it's like if I, if I was using it for for filming a clip for what I do, right? Mm -hmm. If I prop the camera up, I put it usually on a tripod. It sits in the same spot. It doesn't move, and I'll be in front of it. And for the most part, it's a constant shot. It's not a moving shot. That's typically how I would use it if I was shooting a clip with it indoors. Right. Um, and then I wanted to kind of also run my my uh, same test, exactly same configuration um, with the Pixel Four A five G because the Four A five G is very close. Uh, if I had to, you know, kind of like the the dad to the son or the the older brother kind of re relationship. <laughs> um, sure. Now that one went for a much longer time, about twenty seven minutes before I decided to take a uh, to give me the battery temperature issues. Um, and again, four K sixty frames per second. So to me, I think it's more. I'm, I'm assuming the temperature is obviously going to drop a lot more, uh, or not the temperature, but the. Um, what is it called? The duration will probably be a lot shorter if I was outdoors and it was 90 degrees and it was in, you know, direct sunlight and so on. Yeah. Um, I did register the temperature though off the display and it was about 110. This toasty. On the four, on the yeah, no, it definitely got warm. But I wasn't, yeah. again, if I'm shooting content like this, I, I am not touching the, the phone. Whenever you're doing any content creation or recording, you're trying to be as stable as possible. So in theory, if the device can handle the heat, then everything would have been kosher. Uh, sure. But we, you know, I, I just for for all intents and purposes, when I when it did give me the error message saying that it was too warm, I wanted to get a registry uh, of the temperature. So I always bring out my uh, my trusty yeah, temperature. Yeah, I've got one in, in my drawer over there. <laughs> yeah, so I, like, I think it would be fair to say if we were talking generationally, because we can all mm -hmm. we we can control for quite a bit. I mean. Similar operating system, uh, mm -hmm. similar internals, components, uh, very, same very camera stacks as far as we know, similar mm -hmm. screens. Um, then to me, it would seem that the idea of switching the build material for the rear and making it a bit more weather resistant is likely contributing to it having a little bit more difficulty clearing, getting it's heat yeah. out of the body, which kind of vibes with my experiences on the Pixel 5. Like the Pixel 5 was pretty easy to get it to to warn you about thermal throttling if you were shooting a lot of 4K video. Yeah, and and just to, for reference, so too the 5A5, the 4A 5G, um, at about the 20, about the 19 minutes when I when the 4 5A did actually kind of shut off, uh, the temperatures on it was was a lot lower. So it was, mm -hmm. as you said, it was dissipating heat much better. Um, than something with a metal body. Yeah, that bigger more... battery is is likely also. 
yeah. contributing. I was going to say there, there's a different, yeah, it's a different recipe. ID. It's a different recipe for sure. Um, and uh, yeah, when you're, when you're looking at it, 19 minutes, at least in my opinion, is, is nothing to, you know, to, to be ashamed of. I think that's a long duration for a single clip. Yeah. Um, you know, especially if on a mobile phone. I mean, I, I cannot imagine you wanting to record unless you're recording a, an event <laughs> that you're trying to record the entire thing on your phone. Um, I feel like 19 minutes is pretty reasonable. I think a burst of, you know, two to three, mm -hmm. you know, five minutes, six minutes, 10 minutes, top clips or stuff. That's realistic. Uh, 19 minutes pushing it. And then it, again, it took it about a couple of minutes to cool down and I was able to go again. It's not like it was down for the, for, you know, it was just, right. it didn't let me use the, the video portion of the camera, I was still able to do still images. So, so, so here's, uh, and this is what I think will be kind of interesting to see. Obviously, when we start taking these out into more challenging conditions, you're going to have yeah. issues. And and I kind of feel like they, they probably won't be too far removed from the kinds of thermal throttling issues we're seeing on premium tier phones this year, um, mm -hmm. especially like Snapdragon 888s. The, uh, I, I, I started running my own little test. I tweeted a photo uh, sitting a, a Pixel 5a next to my OnePlus 9. Mm -hmm. So here's the problem. The, the, the OnePlus 9 automatically shuts off in five-minute chunks. The yeah. longest you can shoot 4K60 with stabilization enabled, like all, all the bells and whistles, but I wasn't shooting HDR, um, is, is a five-minute run. So my Pixel 5a did five minutes easy. Like, oh, yeah. not a problem at all. It made the mm -hmm. five minutes, and, it, and it's pretty warm in my office. I'd say it's about 85, um, 85 degrees in my office. Um, maybe even a little bit warmer, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to play it conservative, say it's around 85 in here. That so is toasty, my friend, but yes, keep the, going. The issue is, if I try to cycle, there is processing happening in the background on the pixel that takes longer than the recycling that happens on the OnePlus 9. So the OnePlus 9 is kind of back up and running sooner uh, after its five-minute clip has, has, has finished. And I got about another minute into the 5A. It was just under a minute. It was about 47 seconds when I got a thermal shutoff. It yeah, shut off that, the camera. And that's it, because it's processing the video before it while it's while trying to, trying to record. capture another video so you're, you're it's not just a double whammy i mean this is this is like as hard as the phone well, can be working and and we have to also keep in mind this is the 765 uh, it's a very powerful processor to start with don't get me wrong but you know we need to understand that this is not you know we're this is where you were talking about you know the the OnePlus 9 although not necessarily the pro still runs the 888 UFS 3.1 LPDR5 mm -hmm. i mean we're talking the fastest internals also in oh, yeah. there at the class that where where that is, it means seriously the nine and the nine pro are very close in in sheer horsepower. Camera performance is slightly different, but from just the third, you know processing power, they're very similar. Mm -hmm. um, where the five A, you're right, it it does take that little extra. I didn't realize it till I ran my test on the four A five G that uh, the four A actually doesn't let you save a twenty seven minute clip of four uh, K sixty. It clipped it. I had two <laughs> clips. So in the middle of uh, after. It 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 saved two files because what I did is when I was sending you when I because I you know Juan and I were talking uh, before the show, um, and I was like, hey, I went up to about like twenty seven minutes, and I'm like, I, I went into my uh, my gallery and I'm looking, and I'm like, all I see was a seven minute clip. I'm like, what just happened? Twenty seven minutes becomes seven minutes. I swipe again. And it's like, oh no, okay, twenty minutes. Okay, I see how right. it is. So it it has a cutoff, 
but it, it, the 45 g did it like a champ though it kept yeah. recording for another seven minutes while it saved and rendered and everything so again like i said the, the dissipation and the and the allowing of the heat to dissipate because of the the construction of the material that they use on the body as mm -hmm. you're which i think you pointed out uh, at the beginning was I think it's a, there is a benefit to having plastic <laughs> on the back of smartphones. Yeah. Uh, you know, glass and metal is not always the, you know, there's pros and cons. You have to kind of work with sure. both. But yeah. But it, again, I, I feel like a lot of these things are, are you need to, we'll, we'll need to kind of keep these in perspective. And, mm -hmm. and uh, like I've seen some, some, uh, some heated discussions between friends, uh, you know, uh, catching Twitter commentary on this, like, well, I don't know average consumers who are really looking at a $400 phone or who care about shooting 4K60 versus the people who think that you should always try to capture every piece of video in the highest possible quality that you can. And a lot yeah, of people talking past each other. And I feel that there's a conversation here where the, the way that these mid-ranger chipsets are being kind of overdriven. I mean, if we remember the 765, when that when phones started launching with that, there there was no like no attempt at giving us 4K 60. No, 4K, Almost yeah. all these devices are locked at 4K 30, and and a plenty of newer mid ranger phones are still locked 4K 30. It, it took it took a few special options like the Pixel 5 and the LG Wing to show us the 765 could do this. But you're running the 60, 765 at its upper limit, like you're running it hard. So I, I think it's it's one of those things where we have the reasonable conversation and I feel like this is still the appropriate daily driver commuter phone for most people out there. Oh, absolutely. Um, if you're I yeah, this uh, once I ran my my number, my own test just to kind of validate the, the numbers. I mean, mm -hmm. looking at like I said, the, um, don't get me wrong. There is always going to be a situation where hardware. I'm not going to say that, you know, that the. I'm not going to say everything has an issue, but there are issues sometimes where there are hardware defects in certain units that may temp sure. may have a thermal issue. I, I've had that in the past um, when I was testing the Xperia 1 Mark III at the beginning. My first unit from Sony was just not having it. Like <laughs> I was getting thermal throttling on like just for barely turning on uh, 4K with 60. I wasn't even touching the 120. Um, and then the second unit they sent me was like a champ. It worked perfectly fine. Yeah. Uh, so the hardware differences and the fact that we have the good thing is that we have this device in so many people's hands right now that mm -hmm. are able to create content and that are also able to contribute to the conversation uh, but I, I i still stand by the hey guys 19 minutes of 4k 60 is not a slouch there's what could you be doing for 19 minutes and uh, 19 minute shots at 4k 60 that you wouldn't necessarily be clipping it in shorter because i know if i stopped between those and if i shot them in like five minute roughly increment i could have gone for more than 19 minutes because the phone would have had time to well, pull down see, as this, opposed to having to go this back is, this i'm is not saying I mean, is, yeah. is the education on this what's what's on us now is to also kind of play around there's a certain buffer period. The recycle takes a bit. And you can tell because when you stop recording, if you try to immediately delete that clip, the phone. I was going to say, just try to up. see it. If you it try to see it in the gallery, like, it, well, it but, takes so, three seconds to show up. Yeah. It takes a couple seconds for it to show up. But as it's still chewing it up, it's even longer when you try to do something that kind of that would get in the way of the processing of that video. If you try to mm -hmm. delete it while it's in the pipeline, the phone doesn't know what to do 
It's got it's got like one insert. It's like Asimov's laws of robotics. It's it's literally like stuck between two conflicting orders. The order is, you know, from from the you know the the hardware image uh, processing, you're supposed to finish chewing up this video. The mm-hmm. end user is telling you delete this video, and and those two orders are in direct conflict. So the phone just goes, yeah. <laughs> and and just stops for a second until it can kind of get through one and then deliver the other um, yes yeah, sequence exactly if you're in a so this is this is what i mean it's like it's on us to deliver the education that if you're in a situation where you think you're rapidly going to be bursting short clips of video you're going to tank the phone you're going to well, tank the phone really fast but exactly. if, if you can give it the buffer time to complete its background uh, processing and you're not because because I, I i had this problem with um uh I had it a little with the Pixel 4, but I think I really had it with the Pixel 4a, mm-hmm. um, and especially with the Pixel 5 being another phone that kind of ran a little hot too. My normal camera testing protocol is to take my sample photos and then shoot a clip of video. If those sample photos are being processed in the background, it wrecks the phone for throwing video on top of that while it's trying to do that thing in the background. Very similar. Oh, the Nokia 9. That was the other one. Oh, yeah, those yeah. photos took forever to process. <laughs> and if I tried to shoot video yeah, on yeah, top yeah. of that, the thing would just I, choke. I mean, I, it would, just, I, it would just lock it up. My short time with the Nokia 9, uh, yeah, reminded me of how I, I felt like we stepped back in time. Like I was great and I was happy with the number of lenses we had there. <laughs> but, but, but the you know, hit for, and for wait his, three, four seconds for it to show up. For sure. Uh, but for as much as we like Google's computational photography, there is no coprocessor in here no. to help alleviate that load. Exactly. It's like going the through the SOC. Oh, like the four, we yeah. know there's going to be some of that. So, so really, I, I mean, I feel like the conversation is if someone is, is inclined or is likely to be concerned about that, there's a reasonable conversation to be had saying, this is what I would expect would happen. If you're constant, like, hey, I'm going to my kid's soccer game. I'm going to be bursting photos. It's going to be like 90 degrees outside. I want to get those videos as they're like kicking, kicking balls into the, into the goals and stuff. You're going to tank the phone. You're going to tank the phone. It, it, that's, that's, you just have to know that if you can't give it the downtime in between these, pro, these batch processing things that you do, if you're trying to run it that whole time, it's not going to work. But to that same token... I don't think there are many current Android phones that are going to do a demonstrably better job and not either sort of corrupt video data or drop frames so that it's stuttery or just run the phone nuclear hot too. I know how to pronounce nuclear. I do that for dramatic effect. I, I mean, I would say like you got to go back to a Note 20 or a V60. Yeah. If you really think you're going to be running 4K video hot in hot conditions, you got to skip most of the phones that have been made this year it it's it's um it's definitely a um it's not something a lot of people will focus on because they, like you know depending on how you're trying to shoot um and i think some some of the some of the comments also were some we're talking about you know 1080p60 is not bad and i agree i don't think 1080p60 is bad no. but there is a there's a philosophy when if you look at it, what you're able to 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 save this is you're saving a memory right especially as a parent um and i know juan is definitely a very big proponent of that uh, you know, yeah. saving memories of your children at the best quality possible so that when you watch it again in years, you know the level of detail that you have in there. Um, My daughter's first can... steps are in 4K thanks to the LG V20. And 
and my son is still running on you know mine was on a uh, on a sony ericsson no 4k it was a 380 or 480p uh no it's oh. fine i mean some people love their kids and i, mean, I, I think the the content that we share reflects that i mine my love came later uh once <laughs> one, once qhd was once was, tech no, caught up one, then once I was tech caught, yeah yeah um <laughs> We we had uh, we had a very a very different relationship with tech around. I think it was mostly because um, you know it, we we had different. Like I said, I mean, if I look at the library of content that I've had, we've taken images of Omar with so many different phones, so yeah. many different formats um, that I look at some pictures and I'm like, wow, that is just a bad picture. But it was literally from a flip Sony Ericsson because that was around when he was born. What my wife was was carrying, so she had she had a lot of pictures of him with the the little flip Sony Ericsson um, before I was able to get her into a smartphone. Cause at the time she wasn't very uh, mm -hmm. keen on the, on the slab, you know, it was to her, it was like, that's just too big of a phone. I'm very happy with mine. Yeah. Um, her first it's well, so funny met, going back and like how, how much my wife fought, like uh, what is it that, that I tried to get her to use a galaxy S two. Oh man. Okay. Like a 4.3 inch it's a display. Tiny. And, and, and like for her, like this phone is, is, is comically large. I could never use this. I'm going back to my Blackberry. Thank you very much. I said, good day. Good, good day, sir. Yes. Good day. Yes. Um, it's it was hilarious. A like, it was how, a how very once. Yeah. And, but then this is the thing though, once they switched to it, or at least with, with mine, once she switched over to a phone with a smartphone, with a display, then the love was very much an instantaneous conversation. Every year we wanted a bigger display. Now my wife will only use a note because <laughs> she's <laughs> it, literally, and, and, and in a certain way, she's going to be using the note 20 ultra for another year for straight up another year till the note 22, if whatever that comes up. Um, it, it's something to be said though, as you're able to capture, if you have the capability, if the device that you have can capture at a high resolution, you should. Um, but then again, also understand what hardware you're using. Like you were saying, a V60 or a Note 20 or an S20, I think, can definitely handle running hot or and allowing it to run hot for longer duration and without impacting the images. They have that built in. But it's a different phone than buying a $450 phone or a $300 or $400, whatever. A mid-range device that is somewhat limited by the functions that you have the ram the storage mm -hmm. um and again what you're trying to do you're trying to push it as if it's an, AT, an 865 um but then expect it to and then you were like surprised so the short answer for me is like i said just understand the tool that you're using and yeah. use it with the capabilities that it can do but but uh, i i'm gonna i'm gonna push back you're being very um measured and reasonable in your that's, conversation that's usually, here that's usually how i am and I feel like I need to push back against Please. all these nerds that like win John like, well, but I can get a cheaper phone with the Snapdragon 888 and all the people that were like complaining about, you know, like the, the Surface Duo having an 855. Exactly. Like, what exactly are you? Do I really want to know. I want to see your app drawer. I want to see what services you're using. What are you using that is taxing an 855 to such a degree that this is a calamity of a deal breaker that a newer device, I mean, a device is released later in the life cycle of a mm -hmm. Snapdragon 855. And the further we get away from the 865, while I do believe the 888 has improved on modem and radio support, mm -hmm. if you care about like longer interactions, like running your phone at peak performance, I, I think the 865 
is the more oh, consistent performer. Dude, it's not, or, it's not or more even powerful. the 870 or even the 870. Exactly. Yes. You said the 870, the 2021 flavor of the, of the 865, uh, so which I, I'm very surprised with. I had to, the, I, I yeah. had to look it up. Um, the very first photo of Lex, uh, like literally minutes after minute after being born was taken from an LG G4. So the first like photo that. was a G4. I need to I, I need to find the very first video clip we have of her and I need to see what I took it on because I think it might have been um a V10, but I can't remember now. Yeah, I got I gotta try to remember what did I have eleven years ago? I really don't know. <laughs> this crazy. is the thing. No, no, but so the, part of the conversation also the difference between the two obviously is obviously Lex is is a lot younger than Omar. Omar mm -hmm. is about to turn roughly twelve, so we're talking you know twelve to thirteen years uh, earlier than now, where tech wasn't exactly where we are, and and then Lex is somewhere a lot closer. So you have there the range. The uh, let's just say this: Juan had access to technology that was late, light years and years ahead of where my where my tech was. So let's just it is. Um, Keeping it, it is, in perspective, we're keeping, keeping it in perspective. perspective. Yeah, there, there is sure. that conversation. We're not we're not talking apples straight to apples, um, but yeah, no, I I think to kind of bring it back, the reality is yes, I I know typically when I the way I say things, I I don't try to be very specific and pushing back, but um, the, the if there's one statement I will say is this: uh, don't knock it till you actually use it in the in the way that you're doing. A test is is intended to show you the limits of your system, not show you the daily activity of your system. Like I said, benchmarks are not real life. Benchmarks are not everything because they they give you that specific window in time. Um, if if I had to shoot 19 minute clip on a 4K 60 in 4K 60 on the Pixel 4A 5G, a 5A 5G, I, I'm very happy with that capability. That's mm -hmm. a very long clip. Yeah. The way I use it, and and I'm not trying to cycle through where I'm shooting three, four, five minutes and then stop and then shoot another clip. You're right. You could push the limit and you can definitely hit thermals a lot faster. Um, environmental when you're outdoors and the, and the display is going to be running hot, you know, full brightness. Uh, the ISPs are running. The modem is running, depending if you're not on, on Wi-Fi, if you're running on 5G. There's a whole bunch of factors that could have attributed to this. And to name a battery is also another part. So... Keep in mind, this is a four hundred and fifty dollar phone. This is not a thousand dollar phone. This is not fifteen hundred. It's a four hundred and fifty dollar AC. I, I think. I think. I mean. I, I think you're correct. I think it's important to kind of keep um, to to keep our expectations in check and and mm -hmm. to understand what it is that Google's trying to accomplish. Because also, I feel it's important to consider like what are the claims that Google. Uh, what what yeah, is Google PR trying to say about this phone? And, and, and so the Pixel 5a doesn't get sort of the runaway recommendation. Um, I, I don't believe any phone can in this mm -hmm. day and age because, you know, at, at its price being a little cheaper, that's, mm -hmm. that's great. But it is running up against, say, last year's premium tier phones, which can often be had for around 400 bucks, depending on the manufacturer, often yep. a little cheaper. You can pick up a V60 for under $400, brand new on brand Amazon. Brand spank and new 380, so, 380 so bucks. Completely acknowledge that. Mm -hmm. Let, let's let's like really lean into what it is to represent competition. I believe Google is making the best faith argument that they can mm -hmm. in regards to bleeding edge Google services, Absolutely. So if you, if you care about software and services and being at the front of the line mm -hmm. for those new services. Android 12, then, baby. 
Well, Android 12. I mean, again, exactly. I, I'm, I'm using it on a Pixel 3a and it's surprisingly good on a Pixel 3a. I have it on my 4a and it, and it, it I, I did the ex- roughly the same. I, same thing. So I, we went with yeah. the, the, the lowest power phone we could get in our Pixel collection. Because if it run runs good on that, you know it's going to be screaming good on everything else. Because exactly. it, it's, it's too easy to run it on a premium tier phone because oh, yeah. the brute force horsepower mm-hmm. might gloss over, over, over optimization exactly. issues and stuff. And, so, and, yeah. So, so when, when we look at that as one of the key arguments of why you buy a pixel, it genuinely does age well over time. Google mm-hmm. software support, I believe, I, I would say since the, the, the issues of the pixel three, that what we've seen from Google has been markedly better for the pixel four on in living up to that software promise that yep. they make their customers. The other thing, I, I I said this in my Pixel 5a is boring video, and I'm going to repeat it here, but I'm not going to be as long-winded too late. Um, I think there's a good faith argument to talk about battery life as a feature by going with a more fuel-efficient engine, by purposely designing big battery 5G radio Mm-hmm. mid-range processor, lower refresh rate display. I know way more people in my circle of family and friends that would care way more about the 5G phone, what gets killer battery life over the premium tier phone that runs hot, that has the prettier screen, but you can nuke the battery, you know, like after lunch. No, there's, it, it's... um. It's not fun having to be at the gas station all day long or having to go to the gas station midnight right. just to be able to get your car to go, even though it's a crazy fast, really nice looking car. You're right. There has to be that balance of, of power. And I think so initially when I first heard that it was coming out with a 765, I was a little bit pushed back a little bit. I'm thinking it was like, OK, well, why didn't we go with a more of a 2021 chipset? Why are we going with the same one? But then I understood what they were trying to do. They're like, well, the 765 performs very well. It did great on both the five, on the five and the four A five G, and it seems like they still have access to stock. Obviously, so it seems like Qualcomm is able to to supply them with it, because we haven't seen other 765s. I think for the most part, we've seen 778 and 780s uh, that have been more pushed up in the mid mid range. And there's been like closer, like the lower seven series and so on, and then higher six series. but I, I think the 765 was a champ last year, and it can still be a champ this year. Uh, mm-hmm. And for the price point that they're able to provide it to you for 450, I feel like it has the right level of upgrades from last year. Like it's substantial battery increase, a slightly larger display. Um, yes, same camera stack, but then at the end of the day, it's not that bad of a stack to start with—a wide angle and a and a, and a and a main shooter. But you're still getting all of the computational photography that yeah. you're getting from Google, and then. Think of also how many years of support you're going to get, um, yeah. how fast, you know, uh, and the, the pixel drop, the feature so drops what, that they what do I, what every, uh, every month or so. Is, is if I'll feel for Pixel 4a 5G owners, mm-hmm. if the 5a really does get like an extra year of support over the 4a you know what i mean yeah yeah, yeah. we it's, know it, that there's it, so the same similar. hardware yeah you're like but but, but it's the same it's just because they mean, do like, that with chrome os you know like your chromebook yeah, it, you know, it doesn't matter when the, you bought it. It, it it depends on when the chromebook was actually released and that's the window of support that it really gets it, it, i uh, think google might turn the screw on 4A, uh, 5G owners. we'll have to see 
you know, okay. So there's there's something to be said. There is the fact that is pixels are one of the easiest smartphones to root and to <laughs> to, to port ROMs over. So do not despair if you are reaching that limit, that 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 end of life of support. Please, it, at that point, when you know the warranty is already done, right? There's no mm-hmm. more things you could do. Like worst case scenario, that you bork the phone, right? Um, yeah, I would I would recommend checking out some custom ROMs that could definitely extend the life of that sucker. But, but to your to your point, and and, and I yeah. think you know we we keep talking about sort of cost and mid rangers as compromises, mm-hmm. and I I feel I, I actually I know I feel like this is a strength of the phone, and that when if if I were to put this phone in my my brother in law's hands, mm-hmm. my sister she wants a smaller phone. She loves the size of like the Pixel 3a. So she wants like the normal sized phones back when we had like Galaxy S7s. So that's 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 what she wants. Increasingly, she's going to run out of options for that in the five. Back in the olden days. Yes, yes exactly. As I like show like my crow's feet. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the, uh, but if I were to put the Pixel 5a in yeah. my brother-in-law's hands, he's a little taller than I am. He's got like, he can like, you know, palm basketballs and stuff. He's got like real man hands, not like my little hobbit hands. <laughs> um Nothing, nothing about this phone would be a deal breaker and almost everything would be an upgrade. He'd have oh. ultra wide. He'd mm-hmm. have on his use. If you were to use his phone, the way he uses his pixel three, a, he would have like a three day battery life phone oh, yeah. on the pixel five. A and, and the five, a nothing the would 5A be for a, a sure. Um, from what I've seen, at least, cause I haven't been able to get, I haven't been able to kill the battery in one day yet, but I've only had it for one day. So it's, you know, it's a little bit of a tough story to kind of, uh, to talk more about. So, so uh, I, I haven't fully charged it yet. It came to my house with about 60% charge. Okay. Yeah. The first night when I was setting it up during the live stream, I was installing all my apps. I, I did a geek. I, I tried to do a geek bench run. It didn't work because I guess it's not like approved for geek bench. It's, just it yet. doesn't exist yet. Juan, it doesn't exist for not the Pixel yet. 5 yet. Um, no, no, I think, yeah, yeah, I, think yeah. I took the battery down to 45%. And then I didn't let it charge. It went overnight, dropped to 44%. And then I topped it off on a slow charger for about 30 minutes before I mm-hmm. shot my video today. And then I ran the, the 5A for uh, just over 15 minutes of 4K video. So to cut down what I ended up with, I think I ended up with like a seven minute overall editorial video that I published today. Mm-hmm. So I, I was shooting about two to one. I had I cut out about twice as much video. I mean, I cut out about half as much video as I shot mm-hmm. um, and no thermal issues. 4K 30 for 15 minutes. Of, oh, of I, 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 I would imagine. Shooting. Yeah, if, if golden. If, if 4K 60 for Golden. me is hitting 19, 4K 30 would be just, you know, my, you know, for, yeah, I could have just left it and walked away and came back. Easy. But yeah. So um, let me, oh, let me, I, I just went through all that preamble. Let me just look at what my battery is at now. Hold on. So let me pull this up. And, and I'll say this also for, for people while you're pulling and it I'm, up. I'm, um, I'm down to 50% again. Yeah. No, no. Again, uh, for so for reference, one of the things I, I mean, I'm, I'm shooting on an A7S3, right? The A7S3 has a thermal throttling uh, option to turn off. Mm-hmm. But if you don't turn it off, the camera doesn't allow you to go to an hour recording 4K60. And I've gone for <laughs> two to three hours. I, our live stream typically goes for about an hour and a half. If I had not turned off the warning where I know that the camera is running warm already, mm-hmm. and Sony allows me to control this. Sony knows their cameras are going to go warm. This is Sony's heritage kind of a, in a certain way. Uh, but just disabling it and running it uh, running it, and letting it 
you know, over run warm is fine as long as we're comfortable with it. Mm-hmm. So the, the understanding is you need to just know the tool that you're using and, yeah. and use it for the capabilities that it can shoot. And do but, you but, really uh, need so, that long of a, yeah. So, but, but again, I, and, and again, I'm, I'm not, I'm not trying to pick on you and there's some comment comments in, in the chat that I think oh, yeah, 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 into this a little bit too. I think the main point I'm trying to get at is we, we as techies tend to front load compromises. So even you, you're like, oh, you just need to know the tool that you, you need to know its limitations, you know, need to know what it can really do. And I genuinely believe in the hands of this mythical average consumer that we say that we're making these videos for, this mainstream daily driver tech owner, I'm saying the core things that that consumers say they want, this phone achieves. Absolutely. Yes. No question. And the price is just a perk. It's not a compromised phone that they'll have to learn to live with and figure out deal breakers. They're going to use the phone. They're going to really like the phone. And if you could give them the phone without telling them how expensive it was, they would never know that it was a $400 phone. Yes. They wouldn't make that assumption based on real life. I mean, I shouldn't say real life, real world communication, social media, snapshotty photos the cameras are still stellar google's Mm -hmm. camera stack is great i can see where i want larger camera sensors for the footage and the videos and the photos that i shoot in a point and shoot scenario i don't know that the people who would genuinely be shopping in this tier would have an eye for what it is that they that that makes the difference between this and a significantly larger phone. I if I if I was make if I was to make a recommendation for a great camera at a great budget for a great price on a smartphone, mm-hmm. the A series is is an easy ex, uh, an example easy for anybody for anybody for parents for grandparents anybody like um yeah um, my my, my, my mother in law I gave her the Pixel three A XL because I mm-hmm. knew how well those image there was yeah. no doubt in my mind that she was going to be happy with the camera on this and the and the phone was going to run fine. There's what, no what sold, issues with what, what sold my sister? I let her borrow my three A, mm-hmm. and she had never been able to take a photo of her black cat where it wasn't either completely blown out, blown out. oh yeah, or the cat was just a silhouette. Exactly. And, and so she had it for, for like, she had it for a couple of days, but so for one night and she takes the night sight photo and the very first time she's ever done this. And I mean, you know, warm, like a lamp in the room, you know, like you, you practically live in a cave and you don't even really know if you're not having like led panels illuminate you for a live stream. And it came out perfect yeah. for her holding still. And, and again, some, someone was asking, I'm sorry, Gabaletta was saying, why not, why not get my sister an S10e? Mm-hmm. My sister genuinely likes how her Pixel works. She likes how it's laid out. And now she's come to trust how those cameras function. And I genuinely don't think, even though the S10e is a better phone all around than, mm-hmm. a Pix, than a, an, an A yeah, series 3A. Pixel, I don't think she'd like it as much. Because of all the things that we allow for Apple and Samsung when we talk about more popular companies, mm-hmm. that familiarity has now been baked into her experience on an A-series Pixel. That's what she's going to be looking for yeah. when her phone finally dies. And I'm not, I'm, not, um, I'm not confident that she'll jump onto like a Pixel 6. 
I think she'll be looking at like, well, what's cheaper? Maybe I can get a good deal on a 4A 5G as a replacement for her 3A. Yeah, and, and I you think know, the 4A 5G, the, the, the story of the 4A 5G now becomes even stronger because of the 5A 5G, if you really consider what you're looking at. I mean, obviously, a 4A 5G owner would not be considering jumping over to a 5A 5G. The, the differences between the two are obviously, this is not a year. This is not a yearly upgrade. You get mm-hmm. the 4A 5G and you stick for a few years. And I think that's really the story there. Uh, but for her, if she's going from a 3A to, let's say, even to a 4A or even a 4A 5G, that is still a massive upgrade, uh, especially yeah. with the 4A 5G with the dual sensors, your 5G connectivity, the bigger battery, larger display. But you know what? There's there's a part of me that wonders if throwing my sister two camera sensors is just going to complicate something that she loves because of how simple it is. Like, it could, I, I, it, I, I, I yeah. would have those those occasional conversations with Marie when she first got her G7. Mm-hmm. And she's like, I don't understand. Like, this isn't working right. The photos look wrong. And I'd be like, oh, you accidentally activated the ultra wide. All you got to do is flip it back. There's this little toggle right here. Oh, it took her a while. And Mm -hmm. and it wasn't like, oh, there's this cool new feature that makes the photos wider. It was, this broke the camera. (laughs) (laughs) I like that and yeah, so yeah. I wonder, you know, like there's a part of me like I, I might try and keep like if, if I can get a good deal on a Pixel 4a, like maybe I'll keep one in a box. And then when my sister's 3a dies, if there isn't something that's like a direct corollary, I can like, well, here, maybe try this one and <laughs> just like yeah, send her a cheap I, I, 4a just or something. The, the four, and I, I honestly think the 4a is, is, still, is still a champ. There's no question. Um, like I said, I've been running the alpha on it. Uh, it runs without without a single hiccup. It, it's been stable. Um, the last beta that was released, it pushed it, downloaded, and installed it easy. So um, I, I think the the story around Pixel is it, it's really a very it's a very simple story. It's a a very van- I'm not going to say vanilla, but it's essentially it's that stock Android experience that's not a non bogged down system that runs very efficiently on on lower and i'm not saying lower end but not necessarily you know it doesn't need 8 gigs 10 gigs 12 gigs 16 gigs of ram to run smoothly and it runs so nice the 7 series the 765 i think was a great choice like i said yeah. initially i was thinking why didn't they why didn't we go with the uh 2021 variant but then i'm like you didn't really need to well, right i mean it if did- you can throw jeff's comment up i mean he was he was talking about how uh he uh, I, I had to scroll back up it's it's a little higher up um, I am that average consumer, and there's nothing an S21 Ultra can do for me that's better mm-hmm. on a day-to-day basis than a lowly Pixel 3a. No, and, and, and yeah, and I feel like a part of this. I, I mean, I, I'm I'm not disagreeing with him. This is going to sound like I'm being snarky about his comment here, but th- there's this huge thing that we overlook in terms of familiarity. Mm-hmm. And if you've been rocking the Samsung lifestyle for a while, and you pick up a Pixel, I I can guarantee you that it doesn't matter how good. Google software is, how good the cameras are, all these things that we talk about, your output will be poorer because you don't have a feel for the camera. And, uh, and same thing, yeah. like if, if, if you're digging the, the sort of photo workflow on mm-hmm. a Pixel, picking up another phone is going to be a culture shock. It's going to be confusion <laughs> and different camera and science, very yeah. unfamiliar. No, no, I, I like agree. LG was kind of the toughest to get across because I genuinely liked how they would produce flatter images that you would need to punch up if you wanted that saturated look. And the video would often look a little dull compared to mm-hmm. the competition. 
but getting kind of the right exposure out of those was tremendous. I mean, as soon as you dug into those manual controls, yep. I, I like that is so unfamiliar for how people shoot on iPhones, <laughs> you know, like but, we all can uh, speak uh, iPhone. It, it's, it's, it's a completely different feel. If, and if I've tried that. So my, my wife would also be a very good example there. Um, I think one of the reasons why, like I said, she's on a note and she will stay on a note is what I think she's been on the Samsung ecosystem and only Samsung. So my wife doesn't change phones like I do yeah. on the, uh, I, you know, I was going to say on the daily, that's such, such a pretty For you, yeah. Thing. I'm even I'm sorry. kind of backing I, off. You have so I, many I, phones I, this year, dude. Um, <laughs> I am, yeah. It, it's, yes, it's, uh, <laughs> yeah, it, it's it's a blessing and a curse at the same time. But I, 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 I'm, I'm very, very grateful that I'm able to try different things and try to get my hands on different options. Yeah, for sure. But when I do show my wife other options other than the Samsung, like I take a picture with it up from with a different phone. Um, here, the, I was showing her some pictures with the, the Realme GT. She's like, it doesn't look, yeah, you know what? I like it on my Samsung. Can you take it on my phone? Can you take it on my phone? It looks better on my phone. Can you just take, you know what I'm saying? So there's that, those controls, those functions, that, that, that the temperature, yeah. the images, the way they come out. And that's truly fine. Yes, you're right. There's a reason why people buy existing, you know, they, they stay in the same ecosystem. Um, but I also understand that what my wife's trying to get out of her phone is different than what I'm trying to get out of my phone. Um, I, I, I'm looking, so the, the camera for me needs to be not just a camera that necessarily produces great images, but I need the camera that, I'm, that produces content or images that I'm able to work with later because no, most of the content that I create on my phones goes into videos or goes into a backup. So, so for me, it needs to be something that I'm able to manipulate a little bit more. As I'm getting a little bit more into DaVinci Resolve, I'm enjoying so much the color options, the, the so manipulate. Good, right? It is so much... It, uh, the, the the philosophy on on it's so, so easy though this is how so crazy easy. it's so easy to correct the color it is i don't have to have a phd to do the work um i i've been i just I've remember how i would do color try to do color correct i'm i'm terrible at it first of all I mean, oh, everyone no, no, knows yeah, my lighting sucks in my videos um but it, when i would to try to, to about that bro tweak, yeah but yeah i know you don't need to talk to me it's i'm well aware um when I would try to tweak color settings in Premiere or in Vegas, like mm -hmm. even my decent, like my Threadripper would grind like on that footage and you just go into resolve and you're like color. Let me just kind of tweak a little white balance adjustment. Got the eyedropper tool. Let me kind of bump up that gamma and, and done. done. Okay. It, it, um, I, and the whole clip plays in exactly the doing. same time. Oh. I do this it as great. I'm playing the clip. So I turn yes. on the clip and I'm like, like hey, that looks a little bit better. And, I'm, and I look at my monitor. I look my uh, my over. Um, Beautiful. It is. It is absolutely a pleasure. I'm glad you did. It I in, really. In, I thought you would. I'm. I'm really glad you are. It, it took. It took a push, more like a shove, like a few shoves. But then, once once I was able to use it and I started seeing the benefit. I mean, and for me, honestly, the the biggest difference at all, all entirely is render time. Yeah. To this day, with all of the updates that nothing uh, uses it, your GPU like Resolve, it but, is I, but I would have so thought good. Nvidia would have by now. Not Nvidia. I would have thought like Adobe by now would have caught up on their game. You would think, bit, but no, for it being a subscription. But yeah, I've, still, I've paid once for Resolve and uh, been good. I'm. Been I'm. I could tell you this much. My my renewal will be renewed for one app. Uh, it, it will. I'm going to see if I can reduce it down. Seriously, just for After Effects, because that's the only tool I haven't been able to find yeah. a, a good substitute for. But uh, what I what I'm trying to say is, it, 
content that I shoot on my phones typically go into a video. So it's it's a purpose shot. It's a purpose tool. It's a purpose thing. I always go in with it as a purpose. Uh, and I do obviously have my family, my personal stuff. There's always going to be those images. I know that when I take pictures with a pixel, the images are going to obviously they they just good. look stellar. There's just no, okay. I, I don't even have to look at it. I could just point and take a picture. Google has done a great job in doing that auto take auto uh, processing. Uh, they have now also added some nice options as well for skin smoothing. I'm not a big fan of those, but there's options in there as well. Uh, they're 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 expanding. Their repertoire is getting better, uh, one step at a time. Yeah, uh, where we are now you with know, the with the G cam is different than where we are. You, you know what I what now. I love and and about what you were talking about is, um, so I'm I'm a manual camera kind of nerd. I mean, mm -hmm. honestly, if we're talking about a phone for me, a phone for me is like is an Xperia or a V60. A v like, exactly. That, you, you want to be able to fine that's, tune. That's, exactly. that's for me. Yeah. Yeah. And we're talking about me, um, my mm -hmm. preferences. One of the things that I have enjoyed about Google's camera evolution, and I think it's something that Apple is currently struggling with. So mm -hmm. hot take here, guys. Google versus Apple. Um, the Google camera app has gotten significantly more feature rich, mm -hmm. but it really hasn't gotten more complicated. No, little things still... like little things like I love how there's now um, uh, guides. So when you turn on a guide, you you you've got like your angle and your tilt. Yeah, it's right and there. That's exactly, it ties into the haptic motor of the phone. So you don't you you can be looking through the viewfinder the distance of where you might be focusing out on your subject and you don't have to pull your focus in. Do you know what I mean? Like as you're trying to focus on what the scene is, you're mm -hmm. not staring at the part of the screen with the, the level. Yeah. The level yeah. buzzes the phone. Once it hits green. Yeah. Once it locks on it. And it, and it's just, you can feed you, you, you guide your composition by feel, mm -hmm. which is so brilliant. And then the phone is still the, best at subject tracking I've ever used. So once you lock onto your subject, you see a little floating circle icon of where the phone focused, and you can line up your composition knowing that the phone in real time is trying to stagger the focus to keep up with your subject. And exactly. then you feel when your horizon is level through the haptic motor, it is one of the most just effortlessly guiding camera apps without it being in your way. Yeah, anything like this on a Samsung is like two menus deep and toggling different modes and different. Oh yeah, settings. Sli sliding menus on the side, and then you, you have to kind of readjust. It, and you have to jump out of your viewfinder. The, to the get evolution, to those settings. the evolution of GCam for me has has been a nice evolution to see. And and this is definitely a feature rich. Uh, you know, uh, the four A five G or the five A five G are both feature rich. They get all of the new features that we had from the five last year. Uh, uh, again, the camera system that we get there, the processing, the uh, the stabilization, the cinematic, the pan, um, the night sight, uh, all, all of the things that we expect to get from Google. And I think that's the benefit there. Uh, portrait photography, I think, still one of the better options. I did. It's, um, good. it's really good. I did a portrait shot when I was trying to test it out where I had my hand out at the same time. So, you know, what, when you do a portrait, <laughs> right, most of us do portraits like this, right? right? Chest up, kind of like a framed and you're like, let me just blur the background. I wanted to see is would with the Google pick with the Pixel 5a if I had my hand up like if I hand and you guys can't see it but let's say I was having my hand next to my face uh, it's slightly it was more of a wider shot 
uh, it actually kept it up. It focused on me, my hand, and then it blurred everything behind me. It knew that my yeah. hand should have been in the picture because I've had other phones where they're literally because like my hand Google becomes a creepy and they know exactly what your body composition is. There's a guy inside the phone right there. He's like, okay, like okay. He's, it out he's, he's trying to trick us with the hand. We've done this before. Huh, People... I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to disable his YouTube account. <laughs> that's exactly <laughs> uh, that's why we're doing the stream on this show uh, because uh, <laughs> so you know, when, when you look at innocent. that and you, you you look at a camera app that has always i mean for a long time now has supported kind of built-in raw capture mm -hmm. the new modes for the video settings are, are built on actual content creation ideas i, yeah, I don't know do. that they're supremely successful but the idea of like panning and tracking shots so as you move the camera there are modes that kind of change up the optical image Just yeah, and the so cinematic drop to twenty four frames exactly. per second. Exactly. So, so, so things like that. Great. I, I I look at what Apple is doing to staple more functionality onto the iPhone camera app, and to me, that looks and performs more cluttered. It's more mm -hmm. distracting. It mm -hmm. pulls you out of composition more as settings and menu options change or are duplicated between the mm -hmm. little carrot settings on one side and then the main docked settings on the other. And I really don't think Google, even though this is not a phone for me, even though I'm still more inclined to lean into an Xperia or a V60 or something like that, mm -hmm. I don't believe that Google has gotten enough credit for how beautifully streamlined and uncluttered their camera app is considering how many more features have been tacked on to that camera app over the last couple of years. Exactly. And and we're still getting more in 4K. Like we talked about it at the beginning, 4K 30 was the, the best that we were able to do. Yeah. And then 4K 60 was added. Um, and I cannot remember, I mean, I do, but I say saying, I, I, I lost count on how many times whenever a new phone came out, there was a running, not a running joke, but a running comment that I always got is, can we get, you know, can we get Gcam on it? So the Gcam <laughs> yeah. app itself has become a popular app to port because of the features and the way it ran. On For top sure. of the fact that the computational photography, the night side uh, images and so on, I think that those are the features why people got them. But it was also because it was a simple and easy UI element to work with. It wasn't very cluttered. It was in it, like, and the new additions that we have, if you want stabilization, there's a little icon on the bottom right that shows you a shaky hand. You press that and then you select it goes into super stabilization. Mode. Exactly. Yeah. It, it, and you can do all you all the things that you want if you want to be, you know, run and gun kind of thing. Uh, you want to use external audio source, connect the USB-C uh, uh, microphone into that sucker and it works. It, it just... I it, was so happy to see that because again, remember, it's it, not just... Um, so like my, the annoyance on LG yeah. in the LG manual video setting, Mode, you yeah. can't use USB-C audio, but I think if you, you, you could in, use the, yeah, 3.5 mil, I think that's the, no, yeah, you tool. could, but, but what I'm saying is if you plugged it into the auto video mode, oh. it didn't alert you, <laughs> but it, but would, it would, would pull USB audio from a USB source okay. on a pixel. Again, it, this is so. It gives you the simple. option. It it's, it becomes. It in just the menu. shows up as an option. So you yeah, go yeah. into your settings. You plug in a, a, a three point five millimeter headset, or you plug in a USB audio device, and it doesn't like distract you. It doesn't assume that that's what you want to do. You do have to toggle it. Exactly. But there it is. As it should be. As it, shows, it should be. It shows up. There's yep. a new menu option. You tap you know, external microphone. Mm -hmm. And then when you go to record, it says, oh, by the way, your audio is coming from a cabled audio source. Done. Go ahead. As you were, shoot your video. 
and it's great. And that's how I did. Um, I, I, I did it through the 3.5 because for some reason, I really didn't think the USB was going to work. And I know the 3.5 millimeter jack was going to work. Um, <laughs> I was so happy when I was shooting my B-roll. I was like, I should try. It worked. <laughs> you know, I was like, huzzah. That's great. No, I, I, yeah, I, I tested it out before uh, with the Pixel 5. I think that that's how I, when I, when I saw the, me- the option in there, it was working beautifully. Uh, and then for me, it, it's just, it's the right solution. I think that you need to have that flexibility. Uh, there are so many apps on the market now that don't usually tell you. Like, I, um, I was, was which one I was trying to uh, test out. I was trying to record audio on. Um, I think was it on the last? No, it wasn't on the real me. It was one of the earlier ones, and I had to download Open Camera just to try to use the external mic to try to use an external mic because the native app didn't didn't support it. Yeah, we're seeing better support. Um, Samsung for some reason keeps the external audio uh, hidden within the pro option only. It does not work with the standard, which I don't know why it doesn't like to use external for Bluetooth, at least. Yeah. Although Samsung's choices for a lot of that stuff are just ineffable at this point. I don't understand the divisions that they make in the different categories of performance for their camera app. And it's just never made any sense to me. Yeah, no, no, I know. But so long story long, uh, I think the flexibility of what we're seeing with the, within the Pixel camera app it's, has been uh, moving forward, and I'm loving all of the new options that we get. So the, the, to the, the end result is it is going to end up being basically what you're comfortable with, just kind of circle back to what we were talking about mm-hmm. before. Uh, it is something that you're more comfortable with, and you know may, sometimes maybe you know jumping from one system to another may not work the way you would expect it. But if you've used Pixel for some time, you would appreciate how Pixel cameras have been working, how have how they've ever since the three series, around the Pixel three, the three XL, Google made a massive shift in computational photography processing, and images, still photography, became a massive hit, and everybody started to try to meet up to them or catch up to them. Mm-hmm. Um, so what we get here with the four, with the five, uh, you know, it's a well-rounded smartphone. Uh, for a, a large smartphone, to for for one with a large battery, five uh, G connectivity, and all of the Pixel goodness. That's you know with all the Pixel dust that you want to put it on, uh, you know Pixie dust or Pixel dust. The Pixel, like the Pixel Pixie dust. Yes, exactly. That's it. Google the, Magic. The, the the Pixel Pixie powder. Does that work? Is no, that... it depends. What kind of show are we trying to do? <laughs> <laughs> we're, we're we're shifting to the OnlyFans, uh, and that, that comes exactly, out. especially as OnlyFans isn't going to be uh, allowing that kind. Well, of I, I heard a different situation. Okay, so I was watching Philip DeFranco a couple of days ago. I, the first time I heard about the whole OnlyFans changing their approach, I'm, I'm not trying to make this into an OnlyFans conversation. I understood <laughs> it that they were launching a separate service that was supposed to be PG, and that was the one that was going mm-hmm. to be where there were no you know, concerns or, uh, you know, um, adult uh, related material. Sure. Um, but it, I didn't think they were ending their normal service, uh, you know, their, their normal bread and butter for the lack of a better term. So um, we, we were, we were chatting about this on the discord too. Our current hype. Dude, I got to jump. I got to jump. You're, back you're this on again. It. I admit, you I know. I, I, know I, time time. I just it's need great. to jump in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so our current hypothesis is that, <laughs> Only fans might be facing some of the same scrutiny over. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a little Aditya, bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah good you're, job. You're you're slipping, um, Aditya. That's good. But but uh, Only fans might be picking up some of some of this scrutiny or um, some of the issues with uh, human trafficking. Um, oh yeah, yeah. So yeah. say someone is forcing a model on Only fans to be participating with adult content Mm -hmm. um there really isn't a great way for the platform 
to address that. They've got to get complaints. They've got to have an action from law enforcement. Um, there's, there's, there's very poor tools at a platform's disposal to mm-hmm. examine that as a potential image of abuse. Um, so if your platform is being run as a, a fan community um, middleman, Mm-hmm. for payment processing on this kind of stuff. It's probably just going to be safer in the near term to cancel those activities for adult content until there's some other kind of verification process that can um, uh, that is more able to help a platform filter out potential abuse. So no, I, I, think, I think this is the kind of the, the arms race that we're seeing mm-hmm. in the world of technology. I, I, I think for for certain performers or certain models that were really heavily invested in the OnlyFans ecosystem, it made a lot of sense. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, um, I, it, it might prove to be a business model that is unsustainable in the current age until we find better ways of, of verification. I, I, and I hope they do, that they are able to at least, I mean, don't get me wrong. Adults, if you're an adult and you're, you're wanting to, um, you know, be reason, responsible and, you know, take sure. what I'm trying to say is, is the the point is we need to find that balance. Which, as oh, you yeah. said, it's hard to validate. It's hard to justify. And um, it was something also that we kind of saw that went through with other sites that decided to go with validated accounts and anything that was uploaded from any kind of content creators that were not validated was removed. So we're yeah. starting to see this crackdown across. This was a matter, kind of like a time. And, it was going to happen regardless at some and point. And anything we come up with as a better system of verification is going to be it, people with ill intentions are going to find a way around. It, yeah. it's, it's always going to be an escalation. It's always going to be a cybersecurity nightmare, uh, a privacy nightmare, mm-hmm. um, a law enforcement nightmare. Always, always. But, but, I, but I, I hope that you know uh, companies that are looking to monetize specific flavors of web traffic are are at least game for part of that challenge because you know i I feel like if there's someone who's wanting to more reasonably or responsibly support or consume that kind of media they deserve a safe platform to engage with Mm -hmm. um uh, free of of sort of the outside stigma of what we know those platforms are most often hosting and it's it's unfortunate that because of some really sick individuals out there, we're, we're probably going to see platforms reacting more conservatively and shutting that kind of stuff down. Um, so so uh, it's, 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 an ex- it's, it's a, a very difficult idea to kind of wrap my brain around. Like, mm-hmm. what does that look like reasonably? And I don't have a good answer. But I'm hoping that some smart people out there can figure out something better than me just going. <laughs> so what everybody's asking in the chat, though, um, will that mean that Juan will be canceling or launching his only Juans on other shows or at somewhere else? I just like. Uh, sure. Aditya is over. No, no, no. Aditya is saying it's an um, as an MS only Juans, no images, just overly suggestive messages from yours truly. Yeah, I can see that. Sure. Take it back to the BBS, man. Go back to bulletin boards. <laughs> I miss. Okay, I'll, I'll yeah. even I'll even hook you up with the 56k bot uh, modem, 
and you could dial tone your I, way I, I into. I was on a ninety six hundred baud modem for my first message boards through old school ARPANET when I was. Oh a my kid. god! Okay, so... you had a okay. So I started with a fourteen point four. Yeah, no, yeah. I mean fourteen Mine... four was a big upgrade from it where was... I started. That was it huge. Was... Yeah, I, I all I know is um, yeah, those were the days. I, I see those TikToks and uh, and fleet and uh, what's it called uh, stories and so on where they say there's one sound that will separate the generation. <laughs> This a generational sound gap that our kids have no idea what it what that is, and that is the connection modem logging in. Yes. Yep. Oh my God. Or or if you have if if you were on the line connected to the uh, to a board and somebody decided to pick up the phone and make a call and you just got dropped, and you got dropped hard. Like oh my God. Yep. Yes. Okay. No. So so I, I kind of want to circle back because I know the the OnlyFans was was kind of a detour for us there. The only um, ones was always a detour, my friend. Yes, yes, for sure. So I I, I feel like one of the things that kind of gets lost along some of our conversations, um, not not you and me specifically, I just mean techies in general. I, like how many smartphone reviews just end up being camera reviews, right? Like we it's take the smartphoney stuff for yeah. granted, and I gotta say, it, it's been a while. And, and I feel like you would probably back me up on this. It's been a while since I really felt there was a tangible daily difference in most of your app performance shopping mm-hmm. mid-ranger to premium tier. As I'm Almost navigating no, my, yeah. my core communication apps and social media apps, it really hasn't mattered. No. You know, flipping back and forth between the 5A and uh, like uh, right here on my desk, I've got the OnePlus 9, a demonstrably significantly more powerful phone. Mm-hmm. It matters not at all for Instagram. <laughs> like, no, not even uh, a little bit. The, the UI, the, the system, like uh, our, our, we've, we've reached a certain point right now where hardware has has surpassed our 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 daily consumable needs um on and, and i'm not trying to use the only average but for specifically let's just talk specific right uh banking uh email applications social media applications banking those are is a great one that that's again a lot like, of people don't really think about it but it, it is a big part right if you're but, buying but, a phone so i was on usa i'm on i'm, I'm on i'm i i bank through a credit union i'm with mm-hmm. usaa credit union my dad was military my dad is retired military, I should say, not was, never really. Um, there was a time where that USAA app, and because and, they don't have branches, so USAA was way ahead of the curve on things like scanning in your checks for deposits. Online deposits kind of and so on, yeah, yeah. There was a time where mid-ranger phones, like I want to say Moto G4s, it, it could was, not yeah. run the USAA app well. Like we, just trying we, to cover di- the basics was difficult on a Snapdragon. What was that? Six fourteen, something like that. It it was a it very was different generation. Yeah, it was a, there was there was a shift in twenty twenty one in mid range processors, uh, or in, in twenty 2020 twenty to twenty twenty one. Sorry, we're in twenty twenty one. I'm still confused on this whole year system thing. Uh, it's tough. La- last year's mid rangers had a massive boost, but. To to speak to to kind of to to uh, to complement the, the statement that you're saying, no, I think most of these applications seriously do not notice. There is no noticeable difference in performance, and you wouldn't even notice it if you jump from a MediaTek Dimensity, you know, one thousand, one eleven hundred, or even the seven or eight hundred series Dimensities are still capable of running these, uh, because we're starting to see more devices. By the way, MediaTek is be, is having a massive year. Uh, yeah. I'm seeing way more MediaTek uh, enabled devices. Like I have the Nord 2 to play with. Uh, 
as well. Uh, it is so good. Yeah. Right. But mid rangers to the flagship processors, there's no difference. The the five the five A the four A five G, both are there. If you didn't like you said, if you didn't tell the person how much this phone is how much is selling, and you just they, gave it to them, to tell. they yeah. wouldn't be able to tell the difference between the two. Uh, the design may be a little bit of an indicator if they look at it. Well, it looks kind of bland. But it, yes, I'm totally with you. <laughs> but at the end of the day, I always put a case on my phone. You have no right. idea what my phone looks like on the inside, right? Obviously, Google didn't send us cases this time. We only got the phone, so we had to go pick them up. And apparently, uh, this is the wrong size case. It, it looks like it's a 4A 5G that was sold as a 5A 5G. Anyways. Those uh, bastards. Yeah, the cutouts are not 100%. Like the, the USB-C Bargain cable doesn't go in. But honestly, you wouldn't be able to tell a difference. Uh, you and I use our phones a slightly different, but I think if you're trying to push your phone, like trying to shoot a 4K 60 for 19 minutes, uh, I don't think most people will do that. I don't think that's something that the uh, on 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 the daily people are going to be like, well, I want to be able to do this every single day. I want to shoot it in 4K 60. There are certain things that you, you and I know I'm, I'm trying to front load the, the compromises. You're not going to be disappointed with the 4A 5G. I can tell you that my mother-in-law is very happy with the 3A XL, and that's a two-year-old mm-hmm. phone. Yeah. So the 4A 5G and the 5A 5G are going to be a very big hit if you're if you're in that price range. It's going to be in retail stores, which is going to be the be- the better part, which is I think that's the biggest uh, part. You go in there and you're trying to look for a phone under 600, under 500, a 450 dollar phone that is Google backed and is a Pixel. That's a good seller. I think there's there's a lot to be said, but I, what I'm trying to shoot for here essentially is the story is not as it may seem. I don't think it's a boring mm-hmm. phone. Um, it's it's a phone that's going to be able to hang with you for the year for years to come, and you're not going to be disappointed because it gets better every time they do a data uh, a new feature drop. Yeah. Google keeps adding things, well, and then and- Android 12 is going to make it look at even better on the UI element because that. That's well, so show. Android 12 I think catches us up to some of those trends that we've seen, especially from like. Samsung One UI skins, how Xiaomi and OnePlus are kind of emulating a lot of that design language and everything's bubblier and friendlier. Yeah, And, yeah. and I, I think that'll help because Google, um, you know, baking some of that more into the core Android. I'm going to be bummed because I kind of miss like the absolute starkest, most information dense style display. Like I love pulling up the settings drawer on an Xperia and that you've got all that space at the bottom. Because, like, the entire settings list only takes up, like, four-fifths of the screen. Because <laughs> you're scrolling. All, all, yeah, yeah. basic text. You don't have to scroll at all. It's all right there in, in one straight shot. I, I love that you never have to look for things by scrolling because it's all on the screen when you need it. Um, but I think some of those friendlier, consumery, pretty things are, are going to go over well when they're not just skin deep, when the core operating system is kind of incorporating that kind of... Um, aesthetic. It, well, it's it, just it, something I, I, sorry, just to wrap up that point, it, it's mm-hmm. just something that I find kind of curious where we like to speak for consumers, but I don't know that we've been listening to them very well. And for as much as I, I made the joke, obviously my video is called uh, the pixel five A is boring, right? Like I'm, I'm kind of purposely kind of poking, you know, pixel fans and then seeing if I can clickbait some pixel haters into watching a video that's more about reviewing and commentary. Um, but it, it it's, I, I think it's interesting to see where techies are off the pulse. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know that Google is going to get that kind of consideration from all of the reviewers. Like it's going to be reviewed well. I think it's going to end up being kind of a generally liked phone. It's just kind of dull. I mean, what do you even say about it? It's pretty much the same phone as like the 4A 5G. Like there's a lot of that kind of like dismissiveness to the tone of a lot of the commentary. And genuinely, I think this is a phone where if consumers got their hands on it for more than an hour, like if consumers used it for a couple of days, the the tone of that conversation would be substantially different. It would be a lot more praise, battery life, you know, just I, I, I think it's yet another kind of for me, this is another example or another data point where the people we claim to be talking about in these videos are farther and farther and farther away from the actual commentary we're delivering in these videos. It, it's a, it's a tough approach. Yeah, you're right. I mean, trying to, you, you need to relate to a, a user base that isn't. I don't think they're watching our videos. I think we're making videos for tech enthusiasts. Oh, I absolutely. To a certain, so to a certain extent. We're, yes. We're trying to totally. confirm that audience. Which is different. I mean, again, there, there is there is someone who is looking for something fundamentally different if they want uh, like a Poco, right? Yeah. Yeah, that yeah. is a completely different cost, uh, price performance ratio kind of performance. But you take it back to a Pixel and I genuinely have more faith in Google for delivering software that won't just tack on some pretty new UI elements will genuinely bring new features. Mm -hmm. And I have fewer fears of Google tanking the performance of an older phone with a late um, operating system update. I don't have the same confidence in Samsung. They have throttled phones in the past. They yeah. Their solution for the A88 is a CPU scheduler oh. that significantly degrades CPU performance out of the box. Like that is not a company I, I have the same level of, of faith in mm -hmm. for a third or fourth operating system update late in a phone's life. Every time you upgrade this, uh, your software, every time you get a new update from Samsung, there's a little bubble that comes up and says, "Do you are you worried that your phone is going to slow down? Try some of these new Samsung applications to help you optimize your system. Samsung knows, not only do they know, but they also have apps. It's it's like creating a problem and then having a solution that only you right. provide that comes up right after hey, the update. Sorry it, it, we broke your phone, but... but like, hey, we could definitely delete some of those old files and, and, and we could definitely do, you know, we could try to help you. Uh, it, the approach is, is, is very... It's 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 comical to a certain point because they're they they're admitting to the fact that they're potentially going to slow down your system because they're the one who pushed the update. The update isn't mm -hmm. it's not like Google's pushing updates to the Samsung phones. It's Samsung pushing them. So if there's any issue with a slowdown on the system, it's due to the update that they pushed. But then they give you apps to help you. Anyways, it was when I whenever I see that note, uh, I always find it to be it's it's under the Samsung Labs tab. Uh, it comes up and it gives you recommendations of what to install from the labs tab uh, to help you speed cool. your phone back up, you know, cool. and, it, I, and, I, and I'm talking about the 888 here. I'm not like, I'm not talking about yeah. the, S, the, the S20. The S21 was the one giving me those, those recommendations. Yeah. Whereas, I mean, again, I just think it's hilarious because like the flip side of that is OnePlus not giving us any control over <laughs> like CPU throttling, <laughs> CPU throttling and, which is, is it a sucks because I want that as a feature. 
It should be a feature. I, I, I totally think it. it should be a feature. This is, there's no reason why we shouldn't have the ability of giving the users the ability of controlling. And even if you added it as like a developer option where you can turn mm -hmm. it on, just put it in there. I'm sure they have you, a labs tab and there's yeah, exactly. like one option in there for, what is it for display refresh rate? The, yeah, which <laughs> add add in a labs tab for CPU scheduling, like say, exactly. hey, I, I don't I, give I me the shift Instagram gear yeah. to only live on one low power CPU core. That's exactly. It. There's that's, no reason Instagram needs to be Instagram anywhere. Yeah, exactly. Ever needs. You do not need. Uh, yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it is. It is absolutely. It's one of those things you always. Uh, this is one of those reasons where I was kind of like very surprised on how Realme's approach to phones is. Um, I, I got it. I got a chance to spend some time with a very, which I was very like, I've never had a limited, not a limited edition, but like a numbered phone. I had, a, they gave me a phone that it came oh, with wow. an actual number. It's the 100,281th unit that Realme has produced. <laughs> Um, <laughs> that feels it, less special, but I, I know no. It, it, the, um, the I think it was, <laughs> during the time they were doing the uh, they were celebrating their hundredth million uh, device made and sold, you know, to, to, to their consumer base. So basically, they were expanding. Um, so after the hundredth millionth was crossed, my unit was two hundred and eighty-one, which again, um, it's an eight seventy. It's processed the eight seventy in there. Uh, now this one has twelve gigs of RAM, two fifty six, and even at its best, it's about five hundred bucks. Uh, mm -hmm. It it still makes a very compelling conversation as to what you're able to do with. Yeah. Uh, I mean, this is by no means. I wouldn't necessarily call this a mid range processor. This is flagship eight seventy. In my opinion, is flagship yeah. level. It's it's a tier. Sure. Yeah. It's it's an eight series. It's a it. it, it Every, I think somebody was commenting. I think it was a Davin Davis was in there as well. Uh, he was like, "Hey, it looks a lot like a OnePlus Nine Pro." You know what? And, and, and you know, I told him. I said, "You know what? Uh, I'm pretty mm -hmm. sure at, at BBK, there's a lot of." Hey, can I check your notes real quick? I'd like to be able to just make sure mine looks. Yeah, just good. change a few things so that it doesn't it, look it, like it. It has a lot of aesthetics. Uh, it it has a. It looks a lot like a OnePlus Nine. A little bit the camera setup. It's a real me, um, and it it it's just it's very nice. Yeah, uh, it's the Chinese model. Unfortunately, it, I, they didn't send me the U, the EU or the international model. Um, and I <laughs> no, it mostly because at the there's still uh, UI elements that are in Chinese, and I don't know how to read it. So certain parts of it, I can't figure out what it what it is. But uh, it was a nice surprise. I got a chance to spend some time with it, and I put out some videos on it. So that I I I wanted to kind of bring up another phone, and I didn't want to make it just all Pixel this time. Not that I don't like Pixel. <laughs> I, yeah. I, I mean, as we get into like what, we're we're gonna try and shut this down in, in about five minutes here. Um oh, crap, it's an hour and a half. Dude. Yeah, we already ran the show. So I so did not know. short short I, story I did not notice. Yeah. <laughs> incredibly long. Um Absolutely. this is this is follow-up weird year to Google's weird year last year. They're still and trying Google's, to figure things out. Yeah. Yeah, still trying to figure things out. Google's weird year last year left us without a premium, premium tier phone. Pixel 5, I thought was a solid option for what still it was is, really yeah. trying to accomplish. And I think it's mm -hmm. still a great performer. Um, this year, in shifting around their resources and their manufacturing and their component purchasing, they're obviously trying to, to kind of relight uh, some interest in, in a premium tier phone. And I think the Pixel 5a represents kind of the best all-round idea mm -hmm. of still maintaining a daily driver mainstream option mm -hmm. 
I wish we still had a big, a big little phone strategy for the, for the pixel. I'd love to see a smaller pixel five a yeah. pixel five a is already kind of where I feel like the XL should be. Mm -hmm. Um, but, but I feel like if we're balancing all of the compromises of doing business in the telecommunications space in the 21st century, I think they've arrived at something that makes sense. Absolutely. Um, it, it's a bummer that it's still going to have regional issues, distribution issues, all the things that every other manufacturer is facing too. But I, I think we've ultimately arrived at something that, um, like I, I feel good recommending. It's not, uh, I know for enthusiasts, it's not the upgrade that would be crazy and exciting over a 4A 5G. And I genuinely do think this is probably going to be the last year that we see this same design language and form mm -hmm. factor. There's a, good, the there's Pixel, a good chance we're shifting, yeah. Well, I think the Pixel 6a is going to look more like a Pixel 6. To me, that would make sense that the language of this, the Pixel 5a, looks like a Pixel 5. I think a Pixel 6a should look like a Pixel 6. So I, I, I think you know that conversation is, is always going to lag a year on whatever kind of premium solution they can put out. Mm -hmm. But for what this is, I mean, first of all, this also just kind of reinforces like how much I liked the 3A and the 4A, mm -hmm. how much life these gadgets really do have in them and how so many app developers and software developers are targeting the mid-range over oh, the premium absolutely. tier because everything runs well on the most mainstream phones that people can buy. It's not a big surprise that- it, It's a- it's a, a certain coding or even uh, just for many developer, you build it for the lowest common denominator because if it runs great there, it'll run amazing on the higher end. Yeah. Uh, scaling may be a, a slight configure. You know, you may have to work on scaling and so on, but for the most part, your performance should be measured by that lowest common denominator. Back in the day, it used to be, you know, make your website fluid on a 14.4 baud modem <laughs> uh, and it'll run great on a DSL. You know what I mean? It, but don't build it for DSL and but everybody's running on a on a dial-up modem kind of a conversation but yeah uh it, it is still nice to see that google did not get, give up on the 5a series because it is late as you said it came yeah. out late it should have been out a, a couple of months ago been may at least yeah um and i'm glad that it came out and i'm glad that it also came out before the pixel 6 and the 6 pro that the, so that the story doesn't get end up basically being well you should just go for the 6 because the 5a 5g doesn't make sense it, it's a different series it's intended for different users there, there are so many consumer again I do what I what I feel is we're building Google up to be the whipping boy that maybe they don't LG, need to, yeah you know isn't around to be right now where the Pixel Six is going to be kind of built up to take the fall for more exciting phones like flips and folds and that we're going to point to sales numbers and be like see I mean some more people bought five A's than Pixel Sixes and you're like that's true of everybody. Yeah, it's like every they, manufacturer they sold more A series sells, than S series. Yeah, sells way more in the mid range and the entry level than they do in the premium tier. And I wouldn't be surprised if it's the tune to uh, of like twenty to one. You know, it for every be. twenty Pixel Five A's that might leave the warehouse, one Pixel Six is going to make it out the door. I, I think that that makes sense, and we're we're sort of fine with that when we talk about Samsung. But we're going to point to that as. Well, I mean, Google can't even sell their own phones and they make Android. No, it's not worth it. And you're like, that. that is a completely different conversation about popularity that you're, you're sort of disingenuously 
highlighting for one manufacturer over another. Absolutely. I think we need to, we need to approach the phone from what it, what it, what it, what it merits and what it's capable of providing. And I think the 4A5G and the 5A5G are both, um, because the reason I put them both in the same similar category, because they're very similar, realistically, mm-hmm. they're both very capable and will, will meet and exceed expectations, especially yeah. when you start taking pictures with them. You're going to be very surprised with how it's fun, how, how, yeah. It's light years, especially at the price range. Um, if you if you're looking at it, I know the four A five G is no longer available. If you try to go to that site, I think it takes you yeah. straight into the pre order. The five there's still some five four A five Gs floating. Oh, absolutely, you could find them totally. Uh, I'm sure they're on. They're stacked. They're stocked exactly. Uh, phone companies and so on, and I'm sure like T Mobile and so on, they still have some of those. So, um, with that being said, I think. The nice surprise of Pixel was the one one of my best part of this week. It was kind of a surprise. I did not see mm-hmm. that coming. Um, it was more about like it's a nice little fresh, you know, like hey, not only is it coming, but it's coming in the size that I was appreciating the the XL size, which <laughs> I it it's just a preference. It totally is a personal preference. It's the right choice, but it's a preference. So just you know, right? Um, I mean, we're know, objectively saying you're wrong yeah but it's pretty your much. personal preference but it well, is I, I i'm i'm totally picking up what you're putting down i got you. I, I appreciate it uh but with that being said uh what would what was your best part of the week i guess i it, I, I didn't get a chance uh, to so ask I mean, that yeah in, in terms of tech uh, same um uh, the the pixel 5a when when we kind of got that heads up that little bit of a nod from team pixel you, you never know like is this just going to be the invite to one of these like uh, virtual mixers that we go to? Mm-hmm. Oh, a, yeah, oh, a, phone, a phone showed up. Okay. Yeah. Cool. Okay. Yeah. yeah. yeah I can play with this. Um, the other, uh, oh, it's, it's over on my desk. Um, I got another Lego Iron Man armor. Oh, another set. Nice. So um, hold on. Give me, give me one second. I, I, I just need to detach my headphones, but I can, I can keep rambling on my mic. Um, if if anyone kind of knows what I'm into, I'm a sucker for like Hulkbuster armors. Absolutely. But yeah. This one was Go fun because it's uh, it's actually kind of a throwback. It's the armor of the Ironmonger from Iron Man One. Oh, okay. And so the first the oh, so it's the the Obadiah Stain. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, exactly. Ironmonger. And they even got the the shoulder crossbars yeah, yeah, yeah. that that do move with with the arms. Oh, look with at his that. arms! Like they actually like rotate out and stuff. Like mm-hmm. they've got little hydraulics in them. And they, I've been lo- loving this that Lego does like Gatling guns where they actually do shoot the little. Yeah, I, I've seen those. But yeah, I, they had those with the Jurassic series as well. The Jurassic Park has those as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, that that. Oh no, I lost his shoulder armor. Um, with with realistic battle damage, um, so this this was my favorite of the week was putting this guy together last week because this was my this was actually my gift from my in laws. My wife's parents are like, we don't know what to get one, and Marie was like, well, he did say he was kind of into this, so now this makes five giant robot Iron Man style armors that I have to find a larger bookcase shelf. We're to, gonna to we're gonna have sure. to change yeah some gadget guy to some uh, some Hulkbuster guy. Yeah, uh, the Hulkbuster <laughs> armors are definitely the best, but this one was fun because it kind of fits into the whole Iron yeah, Man. Yeah, no, of theme. course. Starting starting off with the first suit, don't know for sure. Um, the other thing, also of course, uh, as you probably all know, uh, it's back to school time for all of our kids. So yep. both uh, my my son and and, uh, and Quan's daughter are all going back. So we're going through some of that. It's exciting. Uh, I, it 
it's challenging, changing, mm-hmm. uh, going to somewhat of the new norm and so on. So all of that. Uh, and it's been busy. It's been busy for all of us too. I mean, day jobs, uh, you know, YouTube and all of that, everything kind of taking us um, into keeping us, hopping. keeping us hopping. Yeah. I'm, I, I did not imagine myself pushing out six videos by the by the time we were getting to this live stream on this yep. week. I was I was used to doing two, two maybe three a week. Six is a bit, and I still have two more that I want to push out tomorrow because yeah. I feel like the conversation needs to come out. Um, so I'm telling you, for, man, you, you should start looking at maybe writing some of your. I, I need to build up the. I just I haven't really been focusing on the on on my site to public uh, publish things on it as far as editorials, as opposed to doing video uh, everything on video kind of in a, in, a, in that manner. So, I wish I, I need to focus on it. But you're right. I think editorial may may be helpful a little bit on some of the other areas. Not necessarily have to focus too much. And um, I also want to do some videos on the Tesla. I, I actually in my mind I still want to do that traveling with a Tesla. Video. Yeah. That I every time I sit in it, I'm like, oh, I didn't do that one. I didn't do it. So I need to focus. So hopefully uh, this weekend I'll, I'll shoot the A roll and and then I can start putting some of the B roll stuff. Um, it, it is a challenge, but it is a pure. It was so much fun having to tr- to go all the way to San Francisco, Oakland, back to San Francisco, and not have to stop at a gas station and then charge. I was yeah. even charging it at one point through the Airbnbs we were staying in. I just ran the charger at night, like the travel charger that comes with the car, to t- to add a few miles on it without having to go to a charging station. So it's Sweet. it is it is so nice. Like I, it is. It's just a very different way of traveling. First time, very different. So. Um, we'll see you guys hopefully next week for another episode mm-hmm. of the best of our week. Um, check of, of course, make sure to check me out on Saturday with the Saturday yes. morning with tech, uh, Juan Carlos with the, uh, with his SGGQA before we see you guys again next Thursday for the best of our week. Um, we'll see, we'll see what next week brings. I, I'm, I'm excited to see what, who, who, what more who, new things. who even knows. Cause it's going to be crazy. <laughs> There, there will be some things. There'll be a whole bunch of things. But uh, thanks to everybody. Gary the Fireman, Aditya as always, Russ, uh, Grounded Tech, Dan, Tank. Hope you're doing great, man. If you're still with us in the chat, have have a good time. And please um, recover. Get better. Uh, I want to yeah. play some games. I want to play some Apex Legend. Um, and of course, with the, <laughs> I know it's very selfish. It's like, I don't care that you're not, you're no, I, I really wish you the best. Uh, Russ, um, you know, Ranesh, uh, Greg, of course, uh, you know, um, Oro Tech, I think if I'm saying that's correct. Oh, Oro Tech, sorry. Um, and I think, Brand, oh, uh, Brand, Brand like text, yes. Uh, got a good crew tonight. Is, oh, Gabriella in there. Yeah, no, for, for sure. <laughs> uh, so keep an eye out and then there'll be a lot more from us to hear on the socials. So check out Juan Carlos, myself. Of course, the audio pod, uh, podcast is also going to be linked in the description. should be available tomorrow, yeah. or roughly in the a.m. tomorrow morning. Uh, but with that being said, be safe, stay safe, and we'll see you next week for another episode. Take care, Bam. everybody.